Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, where we explore dysfunctional partnerships that became deadly. These stories give a whole new meaning to the term, till death do us part. Welcome to Relationships Unhinged Podcast, episode 37. Yeah, this is the part where I say, welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. So I have, I'm trying to do like a little mix up for, so that we both are happy. Okay. So the last story that we did the other day was like 2021. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back to the 50s for this oh. one. Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice surprise. Well, 50s and 60s actually. Okay. I'm, okay. Listen, I'm, I'm okay with that. It yeah. doesn't have to be like 1920, 1930, but... 1950s, good. No, but those 20s episodes were pretty interesting. Yeah, they were very interesting. See, that's what I was trying to tell you. Yeah. You got to go back in time a little the bit. The only thing is, like, as interesting as this story is, mm-hmm. it's kind of famous, and it's been, like, it's been covered, like, it, it's also inspired a book, um, another, sort of it's like, been in another book. Sort it's, of like 32. 32 yeah. inspired a whole bunch of books and yeah. movies. and. Yeah, so this story is about Dr. John Hill and Joan Robinson Hill. Okay. So she was born like a wealthy Texas socialite. Okay. Her dad was an oil man. She was the only child of him. And um, he, she was like very spoiled. She was like a horse woman. So she like rode horses, showed horses. Mm-hmm. Um, and before she was 20, she was already married and divorced twice. Before she was 20? Yeah. So she can you imagine? Bo- yeah. <laughs> no. So. No. She marries John Hill in 1957, and he was a medical student. Okay. But he was broke. And um, She wasn't. No. Yeah. So when he married her, being the only child of her dad, Ash, um, her dad was, like, kind of against the marriage and was like, you know, you've already made two bad decisions. You really <laughs> want to do this? Yeah, at 20. Right. It's a third marriage at 20. It's crazy. Right. But people got m- married, like, very young back then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So her dad says, well, listen, then, you know, I'll support you guys while he's in medical school. You know, I want you to have a good future. So I'll, like, help you guys while he finishes school. And so John really didn't have to worry about anything with her mm-hmm. the whole time he was in school. Her dad took care of them completely. Still spoiled her. Still did everything for her. Paid all their bills. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then. Um, I didn't have a dad like that. My dad was broke as shit. <laughs> <laughs> My dad was, my dad spoiled me, but that doesn't mean he was rich. So um, they had a son while he was still in residency. And the dad also spoiled his grandson, okay. his only grandson, spoiled him, did everything for him and paid for all of his expenses, his nanny, his diapers, his clothes, his toys, everything. Nice. Mm-hmm. It's a good guy to have around. Oh, yeah. So John finished school, Dr. Hill finished school and um, became a plastic surgeon and quickly became very prominent. He was apparently good at what he did. But as he started to work, he started to have an affair with this lady named Anne Kurth, okay. who was an acquaintance of Joan. They knew each other. And never they were, good. That's never good. No. I don't yeah, think they were friends. Good. They were kind of like competitive. They just like went to school together or whatever. Mm-hmm. So Anne was kind of like a crazy mistress because she insisted that John spend all his time with her was always like trying to like prove that she was better than Joan she wasn't better than Joan Joan was like amazing um and 
so she wanted John to leave Joan all the time. So um, Joan found out about the affair, tells her dad, um, and her dad was pissed. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So pissed. Joan, in response to this affair, tries to, like, do, like, self-help stuff, you know? I mean, she she wasn't in, in bad by any means, and she was, you know, born beautiful, was, like, socially whatever, but she, like, tried to, like, buy a new wardrobe and, like, kind of get, I guess, like, what we would do, like, wear more makeup, you know? But it didn't really help. So on Valentine's Day in 1969, so they were married for, like, 12 years by now. Right. He gets his girlfriend a bunch of presents, Chocolates, flowers, money, all this stuff. He gets his wife, Nada. That's not good. No. So, you know, obviously she's upset. I can imagine. And he's at this point, he's spending more and more time away from home. He's sleeping over Anne's. He's like not coming home. And it's like a big thing. Pretty much like their marriage, like basically over. So she's, she's, Joan starts to not feel well. Like she starts to like sleep late, not feel good. And one morning, he came in, I guess he gave her like orange juice, like some sort of pastry or whatever. And as soon as she had it, she threw up. Oh, here we go. Right, I know. You know where this is going. So later on that day, she dies, hmm. right? Shocker. She's only 38 years old. Another serial killer. Yeah, so now the, the <laughs> housekeeper was worried about her. Right. And says to Dr. John Hill... Um, you know, she all right, you know, and he says, oh, she just has a virus. Don't worry about her. And he goes to work and oh, man. leaves her, her like in that situation. Yeah. yeah. So of course her dad feels like he's responsible. He did something and gave her something. Um, and so the police investigated and they charged him for the first time ever in, in Texas, um, with withholding medical treatment resulting in oh, the death nice. of someone. Yeah. Nice. Right? Especially cause he's a fucking doctor. Right. Like, you can't tell she's fucking dying. It's not like he, like you know, not like he sells vacuums. Right. <laughs> you literally can't tell if she's dying. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. oh, no, you're good. So um, they, go to the tri- they go to trial. So in the meantime, by the time they get because they go to trial in 1971. The murder happens in 1969. Um, so in that time between 1969 when he kills her and 1971 when he goes to trial, he marries Anne. But the uh, marriage only lasts nine months because she's jealous and controlling and crazy. See? So they get a divorce. Right. <laughs> yeah. And um, he, when he's on trial, right. Anne goes up and testifies that she knows that he killed her because he told her and that he also tried to kill Anne. So it ends up in a mistrial. And do I know why? They say the man that the mistrial happened specifically because Anne right. said, said these things the in trial. Right. No, Anne, who's now the second wife. Right, right, right. Yeah. But she was the mistress. She was the mistress right. who became the second wife. Exactly. And then she so then she tried to claim that not only did he kill Joan because he told her, but then he tried to kill her right. too. Tried to right. also kill Anne. So it ends in a mistrial. I knew that was going to happen. And so they, they they schedule a new trial for him or whatever. But in the, in the meantime, him and Anne are divorced. He meets another woman named Connie. Oh, my God. He gets this married is, to her. This is like the days before, like, internet, so you have no idea who you're dating. Yeah, he probably put boobs in her or something. Yeah. Oh, I don't even know if they even had boobs yet. <laughs> yeah. So he marries Connie, and then they're sitting home, September 24th, 1972, and there's a knock on the door. 
So he goes to answer it, and he gets ambushed and shot at his front door. Oh, shit. Yeah. But Connie and his son, who oh, were there, are completely dad. fine. Yeah. <laughs> right, you think? <laughs> so now the police, the police get a suspect. Right. And it's this guy named Bobby. Let me see. I can find it. Bobby Van Diver. Okay. Who was an ex-con. But he He's ends paid up. paid by the dad. He ends up in a shootout with the police. No kidding. And the police kill him. Wow. So they charge two of his associates with setting up the murder with her dad. I knew it. Robinson. Right? Am I good or am I good? (laughs) Yeah, you probably saw this. No, I didn't. I've never heard the story. Listen, I've never heard the story before ever. You haven't? No, but I'm just thinking like if I'm the dad, what I'm going to do. Right. I'm not just going to let that go. No. No, And he's a super... Super rich oil tycoon. Yeah. You're not killing my only daughter. I don't care if I, listen, I don't care if I broke down boxes in the back of a store and that was my job. No, you're not killing my only daughter. Absolutely. Justice will be dealt. That's it. Right. And then the, and then the guy's got custody of his grandson. Oh man. You know, that's gotta be like a major kick in the balls. So, um, anyhow, the two women were charged with murder. Well, well, with conspiring Conspiring, to commit murder. But the dad, Ash Robinson, mm-hmm. never gets charged. Good for him. And he lives until a ripe old age and dies in 1987. Wow. A good run. Mm-hmm. So it inspired this book called Blood and Money by Thomas Thompson. Incidentally, Anne, right. the mistress slash second wife, right. capitalized on it and wrote a book called Prescription Murder. Dun, dun, dun. Where she tries to lay out how John told her that he killed Joan right and then attempts to kill her during their marriage see that shit never works out <laughs> no and then there's like so there's like some there's like this story is kind of famous because like some articles called this like death by pastry yeah or like you know so like you know they say you know famous you know plastic surgeon kills wife with pastry like right, right. I guess he gave her breakfast and she died and then there was a TV movie called Murder in Texas, and Farrah Fawcett played Joan. No kidding. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, 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 this is the first I remember hearing the story. It's insane. I, I feel like I've heard this story. You said it's famous at the beginning, so I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to know this, but I got to tell you, I don't know this. No, I feel like I've, I've, I've heard, heard it, but I, like, I, when I did the research, like, it was all, like, news to me, but I feel like, hmm, this kind of sounds, like, slightly familiar, like I might have hmm. heard it before. You know, it's all news to me. Yeah. And there might be some listeners right now, but like, I never heard this story. No, I mean, ha- like. Well, you started out by saying like this is so famous, so I thought like, okay, this is gonna be like famous. Well, I mean, that one from the twenties was famous, and you never heard of it. That no, was the I first lady that, that ever rode the lightning. <laughs> that was awesome, and that picture was so creepy. I know. Good lord. I know. And just to think that she was being electrocuted as that photograph was taken. And that camera was on that guy's leg. I know. I know. And he like lifted his pants. If you're new to the show and you're just popping in and you happen to see our show and you're like, yeah, let's see what this is about. Go back and listen to 32. I'm telling you, it's crazy. I think it's a good You'll enjoy it. Right? Yeah. And then if, I don't know if we did any like Haya references in this episode, but that's another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode 12. Wow, that seems so long ago. It does. Right? Yeah. When I think of like 12, I'm thinking, wow. That it was like a week ago. Right. I know. That's crazy. What is this, 37? 37. Man, we're moving on up. I know. It's pretty cool. 
and we only have our thank, our listeners to thank because they're the reason that we keep doing these I know, shows. I have like I have a lot of friends that listen, and I I like I really impre- appreciate like all their encouragement and feedback. I I have my my friend who's my also my nurse practitioner Brianna, has now become obsessed, and she called us her new besties because we're with her every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I know. That's awesome. I know. I love it. It's cool to hear that cause just because it kind of gives us you know. It inspires us to continue on. Like, if, if we don't have the listeners, then what are we doing? <laughs> I know. You know, what are we doing here? But it, it is fun, and, and we get to c- tell cool stories. So it's I not know. a big game. Like this one. Yeah, this was an interesting one. Yeah. Yeah. It, this guy, I mean, just just imagine, like, this guy, like, meets this girl, has, like, a golden ticket with right. her dad, gets to, like, go through medical school. Yeah. Right. Why don't you just stay with your wife? I don't know. It's ends up getting that all cost him his life well everyone that knew them said that they were they were not a good match and that he was in in it for the money and not love and they all said that they didn't seem like they were very good together because she was happy and outgoing and he was private and moody (laughs) moody moody cranky yeah well they're not together anymore nope (laughs) <laughs> well, sh- they're both dead now. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah, so when he was killed at his front door, he was 41. Wow. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Can you imagine me and Connie, though? No. How do you marry a guy that's been, that killed someone, then was accused by a second wife of trying to kill her? Like, he's, how do you meet someone who's got to go to trial for the second time for his first wife's murder? Even without the internet, Connie had to have known. Definitely Connie knew. Right. And then Anne... Because that's like big news. Whether Anne's like a drama queen or not, she accused him of trying to kill her. Right. That seems like a red flag. Uh, There's smaller red flags than that. Right. (laughs) So, but Connie's like, no, I think I'll take my chances and marry the good doctor. This show's never been a PSA, right? But if if it was, we'd come on here and go like, hey, make good decisions when you... Today, it's not it's not 1969 or 71. Do you have the benefit of being able to Google someone? Absolutely. But even back then, like like you said, this is a small town in Texas. This is a high-profile guy. Right. She was a high-profile lady. Her dad had a vendetta against him. There's no way Connie didn't know. Well, as he should. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So when when the when the trial the first trial ended in a mistrial, her dad apparently like went crazy and was like, "I'm gonna get even with you, Hill." That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. And he did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. Gratefully so. What a waste of education. Yeah, a waste of everything, right? Yeah. Like, so young. I don't know why, but for some reason, I feel like it's a tragedy when a doctor dies because they spend so much time and talent, like, to become what they are. And then when they die young, it's like, like, the world didn't even get to see everything they have to do. Who knows what they would have done. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, in this case, that guy's a killer, so. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah. You know, no, no empathy for him. No. Well, listen, another good episode, and and I particularly like that one because it's from. It's old. Yeah, it's old. I like the old. I like the old ones. I mean, I, I feel like that might be a tried and true one since it's never really lost popularity. Right. Well, in this case, I've never heard it. It's been almost fifty years. Look at that. Yeah. And it's still interesting. Did Actually, I? it has been fifty years, right? Yeah. Twenty nineteen. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, it. Another good one. You're you're really doing a good job with these. I gotta tell you. I, I mean, like you know, you always give me credit for editing, and I appreciate that. But 
like if it's not for you and all your research, we wouldn't even have a show. So it's, it's keep at it. I mean, you're, you're definitely finding interesting ones. Should I say like keep on killing each other? <laughs> I mean, like I wouldn't have the no, material I mean, if listen, people weren't crazy. The, the thing is that I, unfortunately, because of the world we live in, you're never going to run out of material. No. But I have to tell you something. Now, this, this is a little shocking to me, but how many viewers do we have that aren't from the U.S.? We have a considerable amount from where? Like Norway, Norway. Japan. We have like Wait, 30. I want to shout out to our Norway people because even though we talk about this all the time, my great-grandparents are from Norway. They literally came from Norway right. here, and my great-grandfather died like within a year of getting here in a fishing boat accident. Well, do you think so, there's any irony in that? I think. Okay, they well, must be like, this is my kin. Well, check this out. There's 31 listeners from Norway. I know. They're like my cousins. That seems aggressive. That seems like a lot. Right. And that's like the most of all countries. But like nobody yes, even the knows most. they're like my family members there. Right. But that's kind of crazy, don't you think? Yeah. And I'm not I'm not very superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. <laughs> right. Right? Like you got 31 people from a completely different place like that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty random. I know. You know, I mean, we have, like, some from Japan. But, like, a few, like, scattered. Right. We have, like, the most from Norway and, like, scattered people from, like, every it's, other it's country. It's literally like this. It's the United States mm-hmm. and then Norway. Norway. Right. <laughs> that, it's, that's bizarre. I know. That's super bizarre. And in Canada, let's not forget Canadian friends. We have, a, we have a few listeners from Canada. I know. Not as many as hey. Norway, though. No. Which is bizarre. Hey, guys. Yeah. Hello. related. Don't. Oh. <laughs> Hello. That's Canada. What was I just doing? Oh, I thought you were doing Norway. No, I was doing Canada. A tuna and a loony. Norway's probably the one accent I can't do. I don't even know what they sound like. Me either. I'm going to have to Google but it. But they listen to us. They do. Is it I mean, translated? Or they just listen to us idiots talk? I mean, a, lot like, of, a lot of countries in Europe like just speak English as a second language. They're taught English in school. Right. They're way smarter than we are. Much more learned. Learned. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Check in again. We'll be back for 38. Have a good night. Take care. Bye.